welcome to another episode of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris, your one-stop shop for actionable social media advice that actually makes sense. That's right, all results, no BS. Let's get started. I want to answer this question today because it's so important, uh, and it's really a question I get a lot, especially when I'm talking to my BAM folks. Um, if you don't know what BAM is, it's the Backstage Amplifier Mastermind, uh, and so we're going to break down today how I decide what content goes where. Now, we talk a lot about repurposing. We talk a lot about, um, you know, creating content specific to the network. How do I decide how those changes happen? How do I decide what starts where? How do I decide what gets repurposed in what ways? Those are the questions we're answering today because this is foundational strategy stuff that has to be in play, guys. It has to, has to, has to, has to be something you think about as you're working through your overall overarching big picture strategy. Because that way, when you're in the day-to-day, when you're in the creation space or distribution space of your content, there's no decision to make. Because guess what, guys? It's already done. And I'm all about reducing decision fatigue. (laughs) Man, oh man, it's real. Uh, And it's a struggle. (laughs) The struggle is real, right, guys? So that's what we're going to break down today. Again, this is something that I really encourage you to take some time to listen to. This may be one of those episodes that you listen to when you're on your run or on the bike or in your car or whatever. And then maybe make some voice memos or listen to it again later with a pen and a paper so you can implement. That's the key. Take action. Do what you need to do to apply these things to your own strategy. If you have questions at any time, the best place to go is hit the mic backstage. Um, Here's the deal, guys. That's where we're showing you the hows. That's where our community is talking about implementation and doing the work. It's also where you can get feedback and support and your questions answered anytime. So... Just do it. Just just join us. All right? <laughs> okay. Uh, we're also going to be very soon releasing something brand new. So stay tuned for that. I'm, like, even just talking about it right now, my heart rate, like, increases. I'm so freaking excited to share this with you guys. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and it's going to be somewhat limited. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see... <laughs> who grabs the spots before they're gone, to be honest with you. All right. All right. Let's jump in. Let's start with how I decide what content, uh, like this podcast, the Facebook lives go where, um, as you, I hope know, we do this show every Tuesday by we, I mean you and me, uh, we do this show every Tuesday. And then on Thursdays we do a live show, which we just launched officially, um, in, (laughs) I want to say March, but it might've been April. Um, actually it might've been May. It was totally May because it was when we did the 400th episode of this show. Um, we had tried out the whole live thing for several months before that, getting my feel for timing and frequency and length and all of those pieces. But we officially, again, you and me officially launched Hit The Mic TV Live in May with the 400th episode of this show. And so one of the big questions I've gotten since I launched that, and it was something that came up years ago when I did Hit The Mic TV pre-recorded for YouTube, is how I decided what happens on the podcast and what happens on on the video show. 
And here's the deal. A lot of times it's just, it's really quite simple. The video show is, which is again now live and used to be recorded, is essentially stuff that is really difficult for me to explain via audio. So when there is a visual aid necessary or I'm talking about the hows of doing something, that's where the video show comes in. I also tend to be a little more long form there. Uh, the video show goes 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, this show goes maybe 15 to 20 minutes. So when I'm going to be a little wordier, uh, we do the live show. Also, when I want it to be a, a really, especially now with the live show, when I want it to be a conversation, I want there to be that give and take. I really want it to be a real time conversation, not you leave me comments on Instagram or respond to a story or, you know, post on the Facebook page or whatever. That's when I'm 100% making sure that I'm showing up on live to have that conversation and to make space for you guys to share your thoughts with me. Um, and that's, it really is that simple. It's really, <laughs> that's where we do the interviews. Uh, it, it's, there's not any sort of magical formula. It really comes down to what's going to be the best place to express that particular thought. And I know you, you want some sort of like magic formula, like A plus B equals podcast, but it, it's not that it's it's not that complicated. Some of it's also repurposed. So I will tie in a topic from the live show into what we talked about on the podcast to push you guys back to this podcast or vice versa. Um, for example, we did some interviews. So I could say, hey, guys, if you want to listen to some great interviews, go check out Hit the Mic TV Live. The recordings are up on YouTube and Facebook and whatever, the site. So figuring out kind of where you best communicate a message is going to be the core thing. And where you best communicate the message, when you're considering that, it's also going to be where is that message best received by your ideal client, by your ideal viewer, listener, reader, whatever. So factoring that in is going to really make the decision for you. And this is where we come back to this conversation that we have over and over again. And you're very potentially sick of me saying, but I'm going to say it at least a bazillion more times, minimum, is knowing who you're talking to, knowing your ideal client, it answers all the questions, all of them, every single one, every time, without fail. So figure that out, guys. <laughs> all right, my love? All right, so that's that's the first thing is when we're figuring that out. Now, how do I figure out how I'm going to repurpose those things? A lot of it is where does it make sense? You know, for uh, some of our clients, we actually repurpose the video show into their podcast, into their blog content, because they only want to create one type of content. I have a slightly different approach because again, I'm using this to support each other versus repurpose across the board. There's not a right way or a wrong way. I'm all for as much repurposing as you can do. It's just not how I've done it. Um, so figuring out what works for you is going to be key. But if you want to start with a video and build everything from there, awesome. Especially if you're currently in a place where you do not have a ton of time to be creating content. This is something that uh, Denise Duffield Thomas does exceptionally well. She batches a epic ton of content, video content, and she actually pulls that into an audio and a, 
a blog post via transcript. So when you go to her site and you look at everything, you see you can watch it by video, you can listen to it, you can download it, whatever, uh, or you can read it. It totally depends on your preference. Um, this is something that my friend Brandy Lawson over at Fiery Effects does with her live video. She'll record a live video on Facebook so she gets that Facebook love. And then she will take the transcript from that video and create a blog post where she also embeds that video. So again, we're able to get maximum juice. She's also putting that over on YouTube. So she's taking advantage of that you know number two search engine in the world and getting that love on YouTube to again drive traffic back to her website. So she's you know, it's slightly different than Denise's model because there's no audio. Uh, also, it's a live versus pre-recorded. But they're both great ways to do it. It's just a matter of what works for you. I record this podcast and a transcript becomes the blog post. I do a live video, which then goes to YouTube. We don't do a transcript for that show as of right now, mostly because it tends to be a bit long. Um, so <laughs> actually, we're currently on the search for somebody to actually listen to it and turn it into a blog post. That's not a, a straight transcript uh, because, again, it's just a lot to read. I, I mean, a 45-minute transcript is a lot of freaking words. And so that's different. That's, that's shifting. And so that's kind of how our structure is, my structure is. So figuring out what works for you in there is great. If it's live video so that you get that Facebook love and then that transcript becomes your blog post and you pull the audio for a podcast and you embed that video uh, via YouTube and now you've covered all of your sort of bases that you want to be covering. Again, that's not all the available bases, but it's all the bases you want to be covering. Great. Figure out what your rhythm is, but also figure out where that content makes sense. So when you're thinking about that repurpose, not all of your your video content is going to make sense as a podcast because maybe there's a visual element. So maybe it makes sense to skip that audio part and just do the blog post. Maybe it becomes two blog posts. You have one for your website and one that's a guest for another site. Maybe you're a regular contributor somewhere and you take a version of that and you, you share it there. That's what you're thinking about is how can we maximize this content from a repurpose perspective because that's going to be the critical thought. That's going to be the most important thing to consider. So that's what I want you to look at when you figure out what your next steps are. The next thing and the final thing I want to talk about is from a social media perspective, how do we know where this stuff goes so that we're making sense and we're customizing for each network, but we're also not spending a ton of time creating social content. Again, it's going to come down to knowing that two primary networks that you are focused on and what your secondary networks are. If your primary networks are Instagram and Facebook, then how does a clip of that video become a story? Or how do you create a graphic that the call to action is to check out the story? One of my favorite things that I've seen done a lot, but I have done for my own stuff, we're going to test out in the next couple of weeks, is actually finding a question or something that we can turn into a poll in a story. So we're actually getting them to engage with the topic uh, as well as, you know, actually do something. And so figuring out where that works. Um, also creating a graphic for your profile because here's the deal, guys. Those are still relevant too, not just stories. Uh, maybe it's doing a quick Instagram live highlighting. Uh, um, moving over to Facebook, again, one of the things we're testing is doing what the folks over at Live Streaming Pros call life streaming, L-I-F-E streaming, uh, where it's what they call level one, which is just your mobile device. Where can I, and again, 
if you've been seeing the last couple of weeks, we've actually been testing this out. Where can I go in, hop on, have a quick conversation around the topic that we're talking about on the podcast, and then the call to action is the podcast. I'm not just sharing a link and saying, check it out. I'm actually having a bit of a conversation, getting that organic juice from an engaging post and a live video post um, to drive traffic to my link organically. So finding out how that works for you. Maybe you have Pinterest. Well, great. Then are we creating a graphic that really highlights the value of that post? Are we sharing if you know if you've done a video and it's up on youtube pin the youtube video because <laughs> you can watch them on pinterest i mean that's it's it's really that simple figure out what it is that works for you if it's on twitter maybe it's a series of tweets that aren't just the title of the episode or the blog post or the video but are a snippet are are a quote are a takeaway Where's the graphic support? Because remember, we're taking up a lot more timeline real estate when we include a graphic. Um, do we have something like Twitter cards set up so that we make sure that when we do include just a link, an image is still showing up? Figuring that stuff out is going to be really critical because that's where you're going to be creating stuff that actually drives traffic to your content. And remember, it may be that the one engaging quote is your quote graphic, your tweet, at the center of your topic for your Facebook Live and is also a quote graphic that you pinned. That was one piece of content. We just reformatted it. And when we're talking about creating quote graphics that are that are good for Pinterest and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, use Canva. If you're using Canva for work, which is I think like 12 bucks a month, or I think it goes down to like 10 bucks a month if you pay by the year, whatever, whatever it is, I don't know, it just comes out. <laughs> And I don't handle that anymore. Um, but that's what it's, it's not crazy. Just create one graphic at size one and then magic resize it. Move your font around so it looks great. It took no time at all. This is a great thing to have your VA do. This is a great thing for you to outsource early. This gets really easy if you have taken the first step, of, that initial step of having uh, someone create Canva templates for you, which you notice my stuff all looks the same. That's because we had a great graphic designer create those Canva templates for us. And now my team just goes in and customizes each one so that it is ready to go. This again, this does not have to be complicated, but it takes that thought up front of knowing what that system is. Because now it's, okay, so what are we going to do for this episode? No, it's, I recorded it, here's the pull quote, here's the title, and it's sending it to the team. Or it's implementing those steps for yourself if you're still DIYing. And that's totally cool too. Don't feel like this has to be done by a team. Because if you're in a spot where you're still DIYing, that's where figuring out these choices that we just talked about is even more important. Because you don't have the time to be trying to figure this stuff out as you go. You need to be able to execute Sit down, do the work, and be done. Not go, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that, all right? All right, so that's it. That's the whole show. That's the whole kit and caboodle for today. Remembering that it comes down to, most frequently, who are our ideal clients? The person who's reading, watching, listening, what do they want? That's what we want to be paying attention to most. Cool? All right, I'm super stoked. I'm so excited. Um, I really encourage you, if you've not yet checked out Hit The Mic TV live, it happens every Thursday at 2 p.m. If you go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Stacey Harris, you can see all the latest episodes. If you go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 
the Stacey Harris. You see that consistency, guys? Take that as a note. That's good, too. Uh, <laughs> you'll find the episodes there. Check them out. We have had some fantastic guests already. We've had some really powerful conversations around time sucks uh, and relationships and working with your partner and um, talking to my team about repurposing, all sorts of fun stuff. So check those out. I will talk to you very soon. I will see you next week or listen to you next week, hear you next week. Talk. I really talk at you next week. All right. Have a great rest of your day. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Want to keep the show going? Join us backstage. Join us at hitthemikebackstage.com right now for just $1 and get access to everything you need to know to make your social media rock.